The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to today's episode of Leadership Stars. I have someone that I've been looking forward to interviewing for as long as I've had the show. And I have to tell you, I met this woman in a workshop, and for a change, she wasn't running the workshop. And I found her to be, and I'm going to quote her, original, enterprising, forward-thinking, and she's a social media strategist, which if you know anything about my history, you know that social media was not my friend. And Lisa Ann Landry has been doing this for a long time. Now, she's an international trainer with over 25 years of experience, and she did start when she was two and has been doing this for a while. So she knows her stuff. And I love the fact she gave me a fun fact about her. She's taught in every state as well as Canada, Australia, and Japan. She's now, and now that she says she's seen the world, she settled down in Atlanta. So we're going to ask her why Atlanta when she used to live in Seattle. Um, she loves walking, golf, jazz, and comedy. And she spends time writing and delivering training programs and webinars. I find her to be just the most phenomenal woman that I have met in a really, really long time. And I love the fact that she's on our show today to talk about, again, something that I'm not real comfortable with, which is social media marketing and content management. So let's welcome Lisa Ann Landry to our show. Lisa, welcome. Thank you so much. Oh, that was such a beautiful introduction. (laughs) My head has grown tremendously. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, And Lisa Ann, do you prefer Lisa Ann or Lisa? It's Lisa Ann. I have a story behind that, but I go, since I've learned social media and mm-hmm. I have worked to get visibility online, I've started going by my full name, Lisa Ann. Oh, I and, love it. Yeah. All right. So we will honor that today on the show as well. Lisa Ann, how did you get in? First of all, how did you get into the business of training around the world? I uh, started my career working for IBM as a mainframe service tech way back in the days when you didn't really see women doing that kind of work. And I have always wanted to be a trainer. Like I've been telling people what to do and coaching people ever since I popped out. (laughs) I wanted to be a um, trainer in the leadership development division of IBM, which at the time was in Poughkeepsie, New York. And so in order to get there, I had to take a series of career positions. So Mm -hmm. I was a technical trainer for IBM. And then I went on area staff. Uh, I was a manager who, in order to train at the leadership development division, you had to have been a manager. Mm -hmm. So I take the management position with the intent of going to leadership development. 
And, you know, it just wasn't going to happen. They were going to give me all kinds of management positions, which were not my dream job. Uh, I really wanted to uh, be a trainer. And so in 1995, I left IBM, and I've been training ever since. And you work primarily, uh, a big portion of your work is with um, West Fred Pryor, SkillPath, that area first? Uh, that's, yeah, I worked, when I left, I worked for a consulting firm that delivered diversity training to mm. major corporations. And at the time, I was working on my PhD in management and decision sciences with a focus on diversity. And so, it, I just fell right into working for a consulting company. I did that for a couple of years, and then the business started to dip down. And then I uh, started working on a contract basis for all those major seminar companies. So I've worked mm-hmm. for them all, Fred Pryor Seminars, National Seminars, Pageant Thompson, Career Track, SkillPath. I've, I've worked for all of them. In fact, SkillPath carries my book. And they, yes, it's just been such a blessing. Yes. Okay. Well, while we're on the topic of your book, tell us a little bit about the book itself. And I think you're giving away part of it. I'm giving away 40 tips. Uh, what I did in my book is if, if the readers are anything like me, I just want to get to it. Like, I don't want any fluff. Just tell me what to do. Right. So basically, the last chapter of the book is for those people who just want to get to it. So I just put 40 tips together based upon all the chapters on how to do content marketing and email marketing. So my giveaway is a PDF file of those 40 tips. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, audience, we'll talk a little bit more about those 40 tips as we get kind of in the last segment. So, I'll remind you about what Lisa Ann has offered us as a free gift. And thank you so very, very much. Um, so, how did you get involved? You know, you've been, you've been training the world. You've done a whole plethora of different kinds of training programs, and the list is extensive. Uh, how did you get into social media marketing? Well, you know, when I was looking at um, what I do as a trainer, I do all the same topics that my colleagues do and the soft skill topics, Mm -hmm. Uh, management, leadership, time management, project management, and like you said, an extensive list. And I just looked at myself and I didn't feel like I stood out from any of the other trainers because I was doing the same things that they were doing. So, because of of a dramatic decline in the contract work that I was getting in 2009, you know, over the years of running my own business, I've just learned that businesses have peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. And when I would have a valley in my business, I used to just freak out. <laughs> and now, when I get a valley in my business, I just go learn something new. So, Ooh. in 2009, I took a social media boot camp. A ten-week boot camp, and I—I I was like you. I was not on social media. I knew nothing about it. I mean, to be honest, I thought it was stupid. And I do not not need people knowing my business. And I am busy. I mean, who has time for Farmville or Dirty Birds or Crazy Birds or whatever kind of birds those are? Mm -hmm. Who has time for playing those games? Um, So I went in with a bad attitude. And one of the things that I learned was, although my clients really liked my work, uh, when you're not in their face, they don't remember you. Mm. And I had no visibility online. 
So, and, and what I mean is, you know, had you seen me do, um, last week I did a, a program for the Social Security Administration. It was um, strategic planning. And, you know, had you seen me at that event and thought, oh, I want her to come to Atlanta because I was doing it in Birmingham. And, you know, you didn't have any of my contact information and you were going to look me up online. Now, mm-hmm. imagine it's 2009. You look me up online and you search for Lisa Landry you would have found this girl who's a lot younger than me. And I'm just so irritated by this because I feel like since I'm older, I should have dibs on Lisa Landry. Absolutely. Uh, But she's a famous comedian and she has all kinds of visibility, not just online, but on television and in comedy clubs and everything. So you would have found her or, you know, if you just remember my, my, uh, first and middle name Lisa Ann and you went online and you searched for Lisa Ann now remember we're talking about 2009 Mm -hmm. you would have found this beautiful gorgeous hot tan porn star (laughs) that's yes and that's not you that was not me so and she does training too is just a little different than the kind of training that I do yeah I guess (laughs) So, so my point is, is I had no visibility online, and that is one of the reasons why my business had declined. So that boot camp that I took, it totally turned my business around. It helped me start getting visibility online, and the reason why I took it was because I thought there was a possibility for me to do social media marketing training for these seminar companies. I just could see the writing on the wall. I could see it coming. So it paid off because in 2010, I started doing social media marketing all over the United States and Canada for the seminar companies. And the rooms were packed, like hundreds of people would be in the rooms. I can imagine. Uh, I know a very dear friend of both of ours was my coach for quite some time. And one of the things I had told her when we started was, I don't have a website. I will never write a book. I don't do blogs. Um, I'm not really sure about radio and television. I don't think I want to do that. See where I am. And, you know, social media, I don't understand it. I hate it. I think it's ridiculous. And I don't know what you think you're going to do with me. And the interesting thing I found is we did everything except the social media marketing. I still have a hesitation about being there and being in the, I guess, in the spotlight and being vulnerable on social media. So what do you tell someone like me about why and how of social media? So, you know, that's an interesting story about you because I had heard that story and look at you, you know, you, <laughs> I know. online, you got a television show. Don't you have a blog and a best-selling book? Actually, I mean, I all ha- of yeah, I have five international, uh, four of them are international bestsellers and one's a bestseller. So, yeah, we did pretty well. Right. So, so what I tell people is that, and I would tell people this in my seminars, I tell this to my clients, is that, you know, the stuff that we see people do on social media online that we think are really stupid, 
Mm -hmm. They're doing that stuff because they don't know any better. They have not worked with a social media marketing strategist. They're not using it to market their business. They're just using it to connect with people. Mm -hmm. So the way that we're going to use social media is to market your business. And we're going to be selective about what we share online relevant to your brand. So we're going to have a strategy that in which will help you use your content to promote your products and services. Mm -hmm. And that's what most business people want to do. So we'll set parameters and rules around what kind of content is shared out there. Would you feel more comfortable with that? That would make me feel so much more confident. And, and the other thing is, I don't often know what to share. So how do you make that determination of, of exactly what you do share on the various platforms? So, you know what, with my clients, I believe that they have a ton of content already that ju- they're just not considering. Mm-hmm. And I can tell from you, with what, four or five bestsellers and international bestsellers, you have a ton of content. You have right. a ton of content from your radio shows and whatnot. So the deal is you strategize about what your content is going to be. And I recommend that people do make that that plan for the year. Uh, sometimes that's too much for people. So you could go month to month, which I think you're a busy entrepreneur. You don't have time to go month to month. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do six months at a time. But think of theme, think of a theme for the month. You can think of a theme for a week or theme for the day. I prefer a theme for the month because it's easier to to manage your content around that one theme, identify your keywords, identify hashtags, and then pull together content that you already have created in blogs, in books, in videos, in audio programs, in podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, in your interactions with your clients and whatnot. And then you bring all that together and you find what fits the theme for the month in terms of quotes and pictures and videos and just a little bit about yourself also because people we know that people do business with people they know like and trust so you got to share a little bit of yourself as well but not too much (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're talking about and it's interesting Lisanne I actually do set themes for the month uh, primarily because of the show I want to make sure that the radio show in a particular month they all sort of hang together they have a commonality um, and so it doesn't seem really random as to why I chose certain people for certain months. And so for this month, as you know, the theme was all around systems and procedures that you have in place so that you can actually walk away from your business for, well, in my case, um, 17 days and know that, you know, I'm going to be on social media, my my email blogs are going out and all of that. And I, I think that's really important. It's a question of how do you set that up? And I know, I, okay, I'm going to tell you all now, I am going to do a Facebook Live. It'll be my very, very first one on the 9th of September. And I have to figure out what eight hours back is so that I, I do it at a time when people are here and awake and all of that good stuff to talk about the stairway to leadership and the fact that it's done and, you know, what it meant to me and all that. So I'm, I'm getting there. I'm putting, I've got a toe in. to say the least Um, so since we were talking about you know how do you have content that automatically happens that's systematized could you start that conversation for me 
Oh, absolutely. So once you identify your themes, your keywords and hashtags, and then you bring your content together, then Mm -hmm. you will use tools to schedule your content so that you don't have to be on Facebook all day or Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever platforms you're using. (laughs) So uh, my tool that I like, and there are many of these tools, they're called, called social dashboards. But the one that I learned on and I like is Hootsuite. So Mm -hmm. you use a social dashboard, you set it up, you set it up to support all your social sites, and then you sign on to your dashboard. And from there, you schedule your content to go out at the time and date that you want it to go out on. Mm -hmm. And you can schedule your content to go out a year from today. Really? Yes. Now, I know the world is going to change a lot between now and then. But you can get it scheduled, then you don't have to worry about it, and you can always go back and change your mind or adjust it or edit the content. Mm-hmm. So that's that's for the social media platforms. Then, you know, I heard you talk about email marketing. Well, email marketing platforms have what are called autoresponders, mm-hmm. where you can set up your email campaigns in advance and schedule them to go out as well. Okay, so are, are you also looking at the content, or not the content, but the, um, yeah, customer relationship management uh, pieces as well, like Infusionsoft and, and all of those as a way to get your um, content out? Absolutely. Now, my clients uh, are, um, Infusionsoft is a little bit too robust for most of my clients. Mm-hmm. My, you know, because I... I am focused on the small business owners um, who are really strapped for time and resources and are the ones who are inclined to probably do their email marketing and their social media marketing or just looking for uh, an inexpensive solution. So for them, you know, I recommend to them Constant Contact. But once people graduate from Constant Contact, Infusionsoft is excellent. But you have to have the technical savvy to be able to to manage it and, and run it. Okay, and we'll talk more about that when we come back from our short commercial break. While we're gone, think about where, how you're using a social media dashboard or an autoresponder to make your business sing. And we'll be right back. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America Women's Channel. 
a leader in the forward movement of women's success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I'm here with a very special guest and someone who really has an area of expertise that I am challenged with. And I, so I love the fact that she's here and she's explaining to all of you how to use social media marketing and email marketing to really make your business sing. And that's Lisa Ann Landry. And Lisa, when, when we broke, we were talking about autoresponders and um, you, you talked a bit about constant contact. And I remember when it was just really there to send out newsletters and flyers and that kind of thing. But you're saying that it, it has become more robust over the years? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There have been so many improvements. And it's really designed for small business owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do have the ability to have just regular email service mm-hmm. for your newsletters and things of that nature. But for people like me, and I would say probably you too, um, there is Email Plus, which has additional features like the autoresponder that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do lots of webinars and seminars, so I'm able to use a tool that's built into Constant Contact called Event Spot. It's very much like Eventbrite, but okay. it's built into co- uh, Constant Contact. So I can make a landing page. I can make the registration page. I can get people to register and pay all through Constant Contact and then grow my list as well. So there's list growth tools that are built into it um, now. And then, you know, we were talking about being able to see the data on Mm -hmm. how many people opened the email, how many people clicked on your links and that kind of information. Mm -hmm. All those metrics are offered uh, through Constant Contact. So it's much better than it used to be, especially because there's so many... um, custom templates that are mobile friendly that the templates are drag and drop so you find Mm -hmm. a template that you like and you drag and drop your content into it i love it that makes it so much easier than you know having to create someplace else and then put it in and i remember when it was it was i don't want to say um difficult but it was time consuming to even do a newsletter and to drop pictures and all that in it so i'm glad to see that it has caught up with the times or is is maybe even be a bit ahead of the times yeah 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 now does constant contact have behavioral tagging yeah Say more about that. Um, it's, as I said, so I have like a decision tree for people who opt in to uh, my free gift. And so if they open it and they've they've done something, then they have a certain stream. If they haven't opened it, then they go sort of to no, and then there's a stream for them uh, of additional emails to, uh, in essence, get them to open it before they go into what is politely known as long-term nurture. Oh, uh, and so it's, it's that kind of thing. So I don't have to go in and look to see, did they open it? Okay, so now they need to go in this path. It does it automatically. And that's been really great for um, 
my my offers like the leadership inspirations program mm-hmm. um, we had a whole series of emails and then b- based on what you did you got the next set of emails or what you didn't do you got a certain set of emails and that was really awesome and it really brought a whole um, large number of people to the program who are enjoying it now as we speak that's great that sounds more like customer relationship management features right and I would say that constant contact is not that robust Okay. You, you can set up autoresponders uh, for like to welcome people to your newsletter mm-hmm. or to your list. You can send an autoresponder for a happy birthday and happy anniversary. And then the autoresponder series for whatever your email campaign is. But that, that decision tree, not yet. <laughs> okay. All right. So I still have the big kahuna, right? Yes, you do. Infusionsoft <laughs> is amazing. I mean, it's an outstanding program, but a lot of people, um, you know, they got to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to yeah. be there. And I have to be honest, Lisa, and without my uh, virtual assistant and my media director, um, I would not be able to do this at all. Um, I definitely need her expertise, and she goes in and plays with it and has a great time. And I let her do that. It's where her genius is. And as I've always said, you know, when you hire somebody, hire somebody to complete you. And she definitely completes me in that particular area because it's not my expertise. Well, that's what a lot of small business owners tell me. They said I had Infusionsoft and I just couldn't use it and I couldn't mm-hmm. keep up with it. So, um, yeah, constant contact is a great alternative until you blow up and get big like, and famous <laughs> like you, Miss Linda. Yes, yes. No, it, it's, it's, been, it's been a joy to, to be able to have that working in the background. Um, and it really does make um, what I'm putting out there um, content that's easy for everyone to see. So, um, so what... What Can else? I tell you one thing? Sure, I absolutely. I don't think I told you or anybody, but I am a constant contact authorized local expert. So <gasps> I tell people, set it up and set up their email campaigns to go out. And, you know, it's really interesting when I was writing my book, people would ask me, is an email dead? And no, it's email marketing is not dead. It's one of the most cost effective ways to reach your clients and your target market. So I thought I should share that with you. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's very important. Um, I know, okay, I'm, I'm going to go back to the dark ages when the telephone was the way that you connected with people and, you, you know, you did have voicemail and all that, but basically you, you called and talked to people. It wasn't quite face-to-face, but at least you had a voice there and, Slowly but surely, we moved into email as the way to connect with people. And I can remember saying to people on email, look, just call me. This is this is a longer conversation than we can have an email. It'll be so much easier if you call. And now I've gotten to a place where I almost resent when the phone rings. Mm-hmm. I've gotten so used to using email as the way to communicate with my clients yeah. and and if they call, it's like, why are you interrupting me? <laughs> Hold it. Um, but then again, I also find that um, I'm on email all day. Do you have some strategies around how not to make it the emphasis of your day and how to keep it down to a dull roar? Well, now, there is a difference between your email and email marketing. 
Okay. And so, you know, we're talking about constant contact and infusion soft. We're talking about email marketing. Okay. And uh, as far as managing your inbox, all the emails that come in, you know, I, I'm just like everybody else. I'm struggling to get through <laughs> the stuff. I'm using rules. I found this wonderful uh, tool. I think it's called Unroll Me, where Ooh. you use this tool to set and set it up so that it will capture a lot of your junk mail and you can do mass unsubscribes using this tool. So I'm able to control my email box by using this tool. And it's just saved me a tremendous amount of stress because when my email box is full, I get stressed out. Mm. I just want to empty it out. So uh, it's called unroll me. And I know Microsoft, at least in my Outlook, has a tool called Clutter. Mm-hmm. And based again, it's behaviorally based, I think. Um, but based on that, you know, where you where you've sent stuff automatically to delete, it will automatically take them out of your inbox and drop them into another box called clutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it tells you that it's done it, so you can go in and you know and go, oh no, I really needed that. Uh, and otherwise, you can just delete them, which is awesome. But I don't think you can do a multi unsubscribe though. Yes, you so. got to check out Unroll Me. That'll reduce your stress with dealing with your inbox. I love it. <laughs> but, but as far as an email marketing program, you know, I found that a lot of small business owners don't know that it's illegal to use your Yahoo and Gmail to market with, you know, to send email marketing campaigns out with and that they don't realize that you know the law for spam requires that you use an email mark uh, email service provider that abides by the ICANN rules for spam uh, mm-hmm. and one of those rules says that when you send a marketing type of email out that people have to have the ability to opt out by unsubscribing and Gmail doesn't give us the ability to give people an opt-out feature, nor does Yahoo. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I find that interesting that people don't know that. And then they don't see email marketing as social media marketing. And actually, they go together like ice cream and cake. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Lisa, and then I have a question for you. You're talking about um, not using Yahoo or, or any of the any of your personal uh, email servers, but going through... Infusionsoft, Constant Contact, Send Pepper, Entreport, whatever it might be. What about, and you may be challenged with this as well, I don't know. Um, I speak, and you know, you collect the cards of everyone in that room, which, since I do a drawing, sort of gives them carte blanche to put them in my system. Um, is that really still okay to do, or do we need to do a double opt-in so that people get a chance to say, no, I don't want this. That is called uh, implied Mm -hmm. um, consent. And so it is okay to do. I mean, if you want to stay safe, you can, in in constant contact, there's a little blurb on your newsletters that says Mm -hmm. you're receiving this because you opted in or you agreed to receive it. If you would not like to have it anymore, you can opt out. But when someone gives you their business card, they're giving you permission to contact them. Aha. All right. And that's that's interesting because there is there is a network networking group who's very clear that just because we give you a, a packet of cards doesn't mean doesn't give you the right to put us all in your email list. Wow. Yeah. 
So what's the purpose of exchanging cards? I think the purpose is to call them, set up a one-to-one, okay. and then sit down and talk to them. Okay. Yeah, except if you go to a chapter that has 65 members, how fast am I going to get through that and get them onto my list? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are other things, too, like what I love about Constant Contact are are these features that help you to grow your list. When you're in an event like that, Mm -hmm. you can have people text to join your list. So you have your own special number that people can text to and automatically join your list. Or you can print out a QR code and people can scan it to join your list. So you could probably do a combination of things like collect business cards to do Mm -hmm. your drawing but still have people text or scan to join. That's an audience. That's an awesome idea because I know I come back from a speaking engagement and have 150 cards that need to be input. And I used to use, there was, um, there was a program there where you ran the cards through and it it created an Excel spreadsheet for that, um, which was very interesting. But I, No, I've done shoebox. Um, I had literally a box, uh, a paper box full of business cards, which I sent them, and they sent back to me, which was just great. Um, no, there was another one. It, it was a machine that you actually had, and I, I oh, okay. off the top of my head, I can't remember. Um, but it was also really good. But again, it's getting it from there into your list that um, was somewhat of a challenge and you had to clean them all up because they didn't always read properly. But anyways, um, I like the, uh, the feature of, of having them text to join. That sounds like great. So audience, you've now heard several different ways to get, to grow your list. Um, one of which is to, you know, not only collect business cards, but also to, uh, use the text feature on your phone or a QR code to have them opt in automatically right there. And I think that's, Amazing, because I know sometimes my business cards molder. They sort of hit, sit here and grow mold because I haven't I haven't gotten to a place where I could send them someplace um, to make that happen. So yeah. Um, so we've we've talked a bit about um, strategies for email marketing. We've talked about autoresponders as a way to save you time. Are there any other um, tips that you would have for for email marketing while you're on vacation? Uh, that autoresponder is great. And then uh, the other thing is um, with constant contact, when you create a newsletter, Mm -hmm. you have the ability to schedule the newsletter to go out. So just like um, Hootsuite has a scheduler, constant contact has a scheduler also for your email campaigns, your newsletters, and Mm -hmm. they have... um, social integration so you can also schedule your newsletter to post on Facebook or LinkedIn or Mm -hmm. go out to Twitter so once you have figured out what your content is going to be now the next step is just to schedule it out and like I said you can schedule far in advance so you don't have to worry about it when you're on vacation or when you're at a conference like I was at a conference last week so I had stuff scheduled to go out while I was um speaking at the conference yeah and I find that that's that's sort of where I am like I said we're going to Scotland for 17 days and to have all of my stuff um, just ready to roll out really makes my planning a whole lot easier and I don't get 
I mean, I wig out when it when it comes to social media, not so much email marketing, but definitely social media. And to have it just flow for me is the biggest boon to that visibility and the vulnerability that you need on social media, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Can I share another tip? I would love you to. The other thing that uh, we have to get in the habit of, and I was guilty of this too, um, but it's important to turn that switch on in your head so that when you're in Scotland doing whatever you're doing, whether it's business or pleasure, you have a switch on in your head that you're looking for the best candid camera type moments or the funniest um home video type moments that you could record and possibly use in your social content for the future. Now, do you recommend, because uh, I've, I've seen a lot of people do that live, like they're in the moment and they take the picture and they post it right then. Do you recommend doing both, you know, yes. posting in the moment and then holding on to some of them to post when you return? Absolutely. And when you, when you're, when you return to post it, you know, see what fits your thing. You know, see mm-hmm. what fits your topic. So, okay, the big fight was this weekend, right? With right. Mother and what was that other dude? McGregor, right? Right. And so, Connor. you know, I, I am not even into boxing. I didn't see it, really. I watched the news because I was interested because it was a big thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I sent out a tweet. You know, I m- might not be able to fight like... Mayweather or McGregor, but I can kick some social media marketing butt for you. (laughs) I love it. That is awesome. So audience, if you want someone who can kick social media butt, Lisa Ann is the person to connect with. So think about that and we'll be right back after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let leadership expert Linda Patton be your guide to uncovering the leader that lives within you and that you are meant to be. Through her signature training programs and workshops, Linda takes you every step of the way to help you tap into your personal leadership power, design a clear vision, build a loyal, effective team, and create a practical plan to make your dream come true. Get started now by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 613 1612. 
That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back, and I'm here with the most innovative and creative woman in social media, Lisa Ann Landry. And Lisa, it's so good to have you here. I've learned so much that I'm going to take back um, and begin working on as well. We, we were we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, making sure that it fits themes. And I think at that time you also said that you had um, done a Twitter, a, twi- a tweet <laughs> um, about the Mayweather M- M- um, a Connor McGregor uh, fight. I'm sorry, I, I, Connor. I remember his first name is Connor because that's my dog's name. Um, and so, how how do you get involved in trending topics so that you know sort of where to insert yourself? So you can you can do research to find trending topics. Like uh, Twitter lets you know what they are, and mm-hmm. you can do Google research and. But if you just pay attention to what's going on in the news, you can figure out what the trending topics are. The thing is, we have to be careful about jumping on trending topics because it could damage your Mm -hmm. it could damage your brand. So I'm always really careful about the things that I I say, and then what kinds of things um, that I participate in as far as trending topics. So for me, you know, Trump is a trending topic every single day. <laughs> yes. But that, that kind of to- topic, I never um, create content around politics or religion or anything like that so, because that's not like reflective of my brand. Now, mm-hmm. if I was a you know, news personality, that's totally appropriate, right? Right. So you just have to, I think, be sensitive to trending topics. Houston, the Houston weather is a trending Mm -hmm. topic. Well, you don't want to be insensitive right now with all the stuff that they're going through with the weather and losing their homes and there's no cars on the streets or anything. So you don't want to be flippant or insensitive with a tweet or a post that you make considering what they're going through. Okay, so audience, what you heard her say is, yes, be aware of trending topics, but look at it also from the viewpoint of how does this support my brand um, or does it, and being sensitive to what you're saying in a tweet or a post or a LinkedIn comment and not just sort of blow it out there and then regret it later. Um, I I so agree with you on that. I know from from a leadership perspective, I do. I actually am going to do a whole month on women in politics um, in, in next year because I think it's important that we as women need to step into those leadership roles and to take on a more powerful voice in what happens in our country. Absolutely. Okay, and so part part of also what you were talking about is the whole hashtag thing one how do you choose a hashtag how do you use them um, and how do you connect with other people with hashtags okay so first of all let me just say if you really want to tick off your fans and your followers (laughs) hashtag every single word in your post so that's basically what not to do but you want to think in hashtags in a few different ways one uh, when you 
uh, hashtags have become increasingly prevalent on the social sites. Mm -hmm. And I can't even keep up with all the sites they're on now. You know, at one time, they were clickable on LinkedIn and then they weren't. I think they are again now. They've been on Facebook and Twitter forever. They're on Instagram and other social sites. So when you create a hashtag, think of it like a label that you're putting on a file folder. And then all the files in that folder relate to that hashtag. That's supposed to be how you use it. So a hashtag becomes a hyperlink on the social site. So if you mm-hmm. click on the hashtag, when you see it, it's going to open up, uh, like for instance, on Facebook, all the posts that include the hashtag or on Twitter, all of the posts that include that hashtag. So uh, some things that I just think you will want to consider is having a hashtag for your brand. So for instance, I did some work with the South Coast Air Quality Management District in California. So their their corporate or their brand hashtag was hash S-C-Q-A-M-D. But before you start using the hashtag, you want to do some research on it, on the multiple sites to see how it's being used because you don't want to be associated with it if it's being used in a way that is against your brand or improper for your brand. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, I had these uh, young ladies who owned a bar, and they were using a hashtag, and then later found out it had some pornographic type of um, <laughs> content associated with it, so they quit doing that. But mm-hmm. they should have they done the research before they started using the hashtag. So, you want a branded hashtag. You want hashtags that uh, go along with maybe uh, your product. There's lifestyle hashtags. Uh, So, for instance, the hashtag that I use when I share content about social media is hash social media strategist. So, if you click on that hashtag, you will find a lot of content that I've created, but you'll find other content created by other strategists as well. Mm -hmm. Well, some of those strategists are really famous, and I'm not that famous yet. So my content is getting the eyeballs of people that it might not have gotten because of the the person who is famous, a famous social media strategist. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And so, in essence... People see you because they've used the hashtag and they can see everyone who uses that hashtag. And so you get visibility. Absolutely. And then, you know, there are product specific hashtags. So for your products, you might want to create hashtags for your products. Like if I say hash pumpkin spice latte, who am I talking about? Starbucks. Absolutely. (laughs) Everybody knows that. And what time of the year are we talking about? Um, September, October-ish. The fall, right? Yeah. So, so see how powerful that is? So, you can do something like that for your brand and for Mm -hmm. your products by using hashtags. There are uh, tools out there that give you guidelines as far as using hashtags, Mm -hmm. uh, like hashtag.org. And hashtag.org suggests that you not use more than three hashtags in your content. So the people who are using 20 hashtags, it just doesn't make sense what they're doing. I mean, I understand they're trying to get greater visibility, but 
I don't know if that's really effective or not. So what you'd find is that people wouldn't wouldn't click on any of them because they don't know. In essence, they don't know what's a priority for you and what really fits your business. Would yeah, you say that? It dilutes your brand. Yeah. Right? It yeah. makes you look, um, I don't know, schizophrenic. You know, what do you want to be? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we've talked about social media sites like LinkedIn, and that's really good more on a, a corporate business perspective. Uh, yes? Yeah. Tell, tell me I'm wrong. Um, oh. face, Facebook, which really started out as, you know, um, family kind of thing, people in school being able to communicate with each other, but it's become so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Twitter, of course, is, is the little short um, pieces, which I think are can be awfully fun. Instagram. Tell us more about Instagram. You know, I'm not a big Instagram user. Uh, here's the deal. And I'm, I'm not ashamed either. Because for us small business owners who are strapped for time and resources, we cannot be on all the social sites that are out there. Right. So, you know, I can tell you that uh, Facebook bought Instagram. And so they're associated and attached. Uh, I'm not a big uh, Pinterest user either. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I recommend to my clients is what you want to do is identify your target market and figure <laughs> out which of the social sites that they're on. So I don't feel that my target market is on Snapchat or Instagram or Pinterest. My target market is on LinkedIn and YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't want people to be stressed out thinking that they need to be using all the social sites that are out there. No, you don't. You want to use the ones where your target market is located and the ones that they're using heavily. So you'll have to decide. Well, and, and Snapchat is sort of the new um, the new Facebook in, in the sense that Facebook used to be primarily for for young adults and, yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, and in fact, my daughter once said that, you know, when you when you signed up for Facebook, they wanted your high school email address or college email address. And she said, when I was in high school and college, we didn't have an email address. No. So how do I sign up? Um, so, and I think with parents and, and business owners and everyone else getting on Facebook, that the, the young adults needed someplace to go where they could be more private and Snapchat Snapchat has sort of um, taken on that role it'll be interesting to see whether adults you know older adults um, parents that kind of thing start moving over there just to see what their kids are doing or whether it'll it'll still remain a kid's site I don't mean that I don't mean that derogatorily I think it's great that they have a place where they can go and feel safe well as soon as all the adults go over to uh, Snapchat there'll be a mad dash from there to the next thing just like with Facebook Exactly. And it's interesting that, that it's the young people who are really driving the social media as far as when we get new sites and new new kinds of areas where we can do that. Um, I, I also, I use Pinterest, but I do it primarily to grab photos for myself. I don't use it as a social media marketing mm-hmm. uh, kind of piece. It, it's, I want to remember these patterns or I want to remember these pictures or whatever, but not for something that I would share with my clients at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, YouTube. Tell me how we use YouTube. Well, I love YouTube. And, um, you know, I'm surprised it is so underutilized. And in my seminars, uh, I ask people, you know, what's the number? What would you say to this? What is the number one most searched searched engine globally? What would you say it is? 
Google? Yes. And what would you say number two most searched engine globally is? Mm. I don't know. Yahoo? Are you saying YouTube is a a search engine? Yes, it is. Really? And it is number two. Really? I mean, there are billions of hours of video that is on YouTube. And when I get stuck on something that I need to learn really Mm -hmm. quick, the first place I go is to YouTube. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I have some videos up there um, already, uh, some also in a private area. Um, But again, it means I have to do video. You have to do video to do YouTube, yes? Yeah, but you're about to do a Facebook Live. (laughs) I know, I know. So here's my tip. You save that Facebook Live video into an MP4 and upload it to YouTube when you get done with it. So if I recall correctly, you can save your Facebook Live videos. So save it into an MP4 and then upload it to YouTube. And then you can tweak it and, you know, uh, cut it up, you know, take stuff out, add stuff in, put a detailed description in there. This is the part that this is like a juicy tip people don't know. Yeah. In your description section, you want to make sure that you include uh, in the top before it cuts off, before people have to click on more, right. your, your keywords, your URL, uh, whatever, your, is it your web address or a landing page you want people to go to? Uh, people don't use those descriptions fully. I mean, there's a, mm-hmm. you can put detailed description of your content in there and uh, include a call to action in your content, contact information as well. That helps your videos get found in the search engine because search engines can't crawl the video. They can crawl the text. Right. Right. Okay. So, Lisa, as we're beginning to wrap up, um, give us three tips that are relevant to social media and email marketing that we all can start doing today that will help me to have a system that will keep my momentum going on my social media sites. Okay. Tip one, you don't have to create content all the time. You have content all around you that you've already created. So gather it up and think about how you can create it. So that's tip one, gather all your content. Okay. Tip two, think about themes for every month. And okay. the rest of this quarter should be easy because the themes, you can leverage the holiday themes that are coming out already. Right. And take the holiday themes and make it relevant to your brand or, or you know, what you're focused on. So um, those themes will help you focus in on what your content should be. And then another tip is to identify keywords and hashtags to use with your content and always be thinking about how you can repurpose your content for other platforms because you can reuse it. You could just tweak it to make it suitable for Facebook in contrast to what you do on Facebook. It'll be different than what you would do on LinkedIn. Perfect. That helps wonderfully. And thank you so very much, Lisa Ann, for being with us. You have given us wonderful content that we can use on our social media sites. And audience, if you have any questions or you want to see how to dig deeper into the art of herding cats, check out my website, Lisa Ann's 
free gift will be there as well, the 40 tips on social media marketing at www.daretheNumber2DreamWithLinda.com or send me an email at Linda at that same DareToDreamWithLinda.com. So until next time, be courageous and dare to lead. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week.